truly a positive person. So what you see on my Instagram is just what you get. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that, that might not make you the most popular person, uh, but it makes it much, much, much easier for me because I'm just being myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you talk more more about that? What what made you think of that just now? I thought about it because, you know, I think sometimes uh, you see so much doom and gloom mm. on every, every social media, everywhere. And then sometimes uh, when you look at that, or if it's not the doom and gloom, it's the, um, you know, the, the, the people talking about, you know, being stressed all the time or, you know, body conscious all the time. You know, it's, it's, it's always negative. Mm. And I wonder, you know, why? I mean, does, is that all people go through in life, this negativity? Yes. I have had moments that I'm you know, pissed off, upset, have gone through things, but you cannot let that just rule and, and take over your life. We all have a story to tell. The longer our lives, the richer our stories. When I look at you, I see a woman of strength, integrity, character, a woman who has seen hardships, struggles, pain, and loss, a woman who has compassion, love, courage, and power, a woman who has succeeded, failed, and learned, a woman who will continue to persevere and thrive. When I look at you, I see a woman who is wise, not withered. Welcome to the Wise Not Withered podcast. We are in season four, and this is episode number 10. This month's guest was Vicki Heath Glosson. I found her on Instagram, where her description of herself is gray hair beauty influencer and motivator with an eclectic lifestyle, encouraging personal growth and a beacon of positivity and creativity. And yeah, she truly is um, just so varied in all of her interests and activities that she does. She talks about her upbringing as well as all kinds of things she's into now, such as her hair, her gardening, her teaching, her um, collaborations, like being an ambassador for various beauty products. And she truly is just such a warm, beautiful soul It was such a pleasure to talk with her and listen to her share so much about her life. And I will let her tell the rest of the story. Enjoy. Cool. All right. Um, Let's just dive right in. All right. So, and what is your age? I am 66. 66. Excellent. And where did you grow up? I grew up in the state of Texas in a small city called Galena Park. Uh, it's right on the outskirts of Houston, so Houston, Texas. Okay. <laughs> nice. And where else have you lived? I, I am a, a born and raised Texan. Okay. Yeah, that's very odd, but um, yes, I'm right here. You know, my parents both came from Louisiana, oh. uh, but they settled here in, uh, in Houston, uh, 
in the mid 50s. Okay, okay. Cool. Do you know why they why what brought them to where you are now? Of course. Uh, they live but well, of course uh, they grew up in the northern part of Louisiana. Um, and after my mom and dad got married, they uh, they settled in Seattle, Washington for a while. Okay. But since their were in Louisiana, they went back, they stayed for a while, but they kind of wanted to live their life, you know, on their terms, and they just, you know, decided on Houston, um, and my parents, you know, they were, my dad was a lawyer, my uh, parents were business people, we had a cafe growing up, and uh, they settled in Houston to do that. Um, in northern Louisiana, you know, it was just a small town, both of them, um, so, you know, the opportunities were just not there. Yeah. And so they decided. Okay. Cool. And what do you do for a living? I know you have, you do so many things, but yeah, what's, <laughs> what's like the main I, thing, if there so is one? I, well, the, so many things are the exact. Uh, but actually, educator, um, I have taught for 45 years. Oh. Um, actually retired and I rehired because I kind of missed a little bit. Um, I did that. Um, I started teaching at a very young age of, of 21 <laughs> and I um, taught in the Houston and Galena Park districts. And so um, basically that's it. I'm an educator, uh, mostly middle school and high school. Okay, nice. Wow. Oh my gosh! Yeah, definitely eclectic lifestyle, as as you have on your on your page. Um, all right, yeah. How did you get into teaching? Well, um, my family is has been very deep into education. Um, actually, all my sisters uh, above me, and, and I'm gonna just kind of step back for a minute. There are eleven of us. Oh, okay. okay. My dad had 11 children, and none of us are twins, um, but, you know, my mom actually always wanted to be a teacher, and so I think over the years of you know, her talking about it on a regular, um, you know, it just kind of got instilled in us, because mm-hmm. education was always really important. Um, my grandmother, you know, was on my dad's side. She was a teacher for years, uh, so I really came from a long line of educators, Um so it just became a part. Uh, some, as a matter of fact, that my oldest sister right now has been teaching for 55 years. Wow. And one, yes, yes. So, um, but all of my sisters, um, and I have brothers. The brothers didn't go into the teaching, but all my sisters above me, which I am seven from the top. And <laughs> I, there are uh, uh, three sisters over me. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, just a whole family of teachers and yes, yeah, teachers of education. Of yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And what has made you stay in it? Well, what happened is because I do do a lot of things. Um, I spend a lot of time. Actually, I just love the kids. So what I did mm-hmm. when I I did retire, I retired for four years, and um, then my mom passed. Mm-hmm. Okay, and after she did, and at that time, my kids were in college. My younger two were in college still, and so I was like, uh, "Let me sub for a little bit." Mm-hmm. So I went in and, and substituted. 
Well, I was teaching anyway. I could I could not be that just person sitting back and not helping my students. Mm. And so I said, well, you know what? If I'm teaching anyway, I just will go ahead and go back to teaching. And that's what I did. I, I said, if I get hired, I get hired. If not, you know, I won't worry about it. I'm retired. It's been four years. I'm good. And my second interview, I got hired again. <laughs> so I said, oh, okay, I'll do this. And so since it's been... Uh, it's almost six years now since I've been back. Okay. Oh, nice. Awesome. All right. Um, yeah, I just, I love so many things that I saw on your profile. One of them was encouraging personal growth. What What does personal growth mean to you? Oh, gosh. Uh, just continue doing things, you know. Uh, keep living life, having fun. Um, yes, there are going to always be setbacks. That's normal. But, you know, you just have to persevere. You just, you know, say, okay, that happened. Um, I made a mistake. Perhaps I've learned and move on. Um, I believe in living, loving, and laughing. I mean, that's just kind of my motto. Uh, it did not just happen. You know, I was a little quieter in my earlier years, mm-hmm. but I always, you know, believe that. I believe in family, you know, just um, doing things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. I don't want so if it doesn't make me happy, I move on. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love that. <laughs> and what does make you happy? What's, what are, I mean, I'm sure there's tons of things, but what comes to mind first? Family. Mm-hmm. Family. Uh, I love family. I've always been family oriented. Um, I'm a very close daughter to a mother and father and my children. Oh my goodness. Um, we do so, so much together. I love having them here with me, being around them, um, mm-hmm. doing adventurous things with them. And, you know, we're just, um, family is just the bottom line. That, that just keep my heart beating. Uh, and I'm excited about that. And, of course, uh, now I have two granddaughters, and they just, you know, that's the icing on the cake. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. Um, yeah, what was your relationship like with your mom? Oh, my. We were really close. Now, honestly, as when I was growing up, like I said, I was a little quieter. I was at seven, you know, kind of sat back and watched. But uh, she was very, very supportive. Um, the song that I love, love, love to, um, that I feel that represent our relationship the most is that, uh, you know, the wind beneath my wings. Yeah. Because she has always been there. Beautiful woman, um, uh, beautiful heart, very supportive. Uh, she's the one that, you know, when I came home from dance classes and if she, you know, just if I just learned a new step, she may be in the middle of something and she's going to stop. You know, mm-hmm. she's going to stop and you know, whether she liked it or not, it's like, oh my goodness, look at you. You know, you've done a great job. And, um, you know, she always gave me time. You know, in the middle of the night, sometime I would get up, wake up in the middle of the night, and um, she'll be in there sewing. And instead of swishing me back to go to bed, you know, come here, come on, let me, let me teach you this. Mm-hmm. She's taught me how to embroidery, you know, taught me how to sew. And a lot of those things just, you know, her and me, um, I was interested. She knew I was. And so if I wanted to learn from her, um, I did. Uh, you may have noticed a lot of the pictures were gardening. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. She was an exceptional gardener. And I was right there with her trying to learn as much as I could about everything. I wondered, how, how do you 
know all this. You know, I can remember all that. And then I'm just kind of amazed myself now when I can go and do the same. And my kids are right there with me. And they're like, Mom, how do you know all this? <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, but she was, uh, yeah, yeah, just a wonderful person. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, of course, we had our ups and downs, just like any other mother-daughter. But uh, an amazing woman, amazing. I, and I, you know, I'm that one that said, when I grow up, I want to be like you. <laughs> yeah, my role model. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe can you talk more about your gardening? Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Okay. I've always had a garden. Um, I, um, you know, even in, uh, in my single days, I always had one. Um, when 2020, well, actually 2019, 2019 was a real transformation. Um, my son and I, because I have a son that stays here with me, um, yeah, we decided, you know, because we grass in the backyard, the whole works, and we have a courtyard, and we decided, you know, let's just do something. He's a very creative, you know, so um, we kind of bonded here together, got our thoughts together, and we cleared it all out, you know, every piece of grass, we, you know, whatever the case, and re, we, we revamped it. But that was really nice. It took a while. And then COVID hit. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I know it was horrible. It was a terrible time in life. But we made so much out of it. We went through our whole entire backyard. We mm-hmm. dug it all up. We, we, well, we transformed it. And it's uh, my little paradise and my little piece of paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, We made it a, a, a biometric type of gardening a, a place for not only my family and myself, but the, even for the animals, you know, mm-hmm. um, for the birds. We just set it up, the garden. We want the butterflies. We want the bees. And we wanted a nature just to be part of the yard. And that's the way we set it up. Um, I was taught earlier that, you know, when you do gardening, whether it's a, a flower garden or vegetable garden or whatever, you know, you do enough to have enough for yourself and enough of the animals so they come in and you know eat your tomatoes or you know pick your peppers you know whatever they do there's always extra so uh that's what we wanted that's the way we wanted the garden and that's the way it turned out uh we put gravel and uh, over you know all the other areas and we have flower gardens we have uh Oh my gosh, I have everything. I have peaches, you know, apples. Um, you know, we go from peppers, onions, uh, garlic, greens, you know, just name it. It's there. And I love the fact because I like living a healthy life, just going outside to pick my garden. And uh, it, it's been very helpful, very, um, you know, calming. I've loved sitting out, just sitting back and watching mm-hmm. what I've done. And, and I'm very proud of it. So, but keep it and have them keep it in up and it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That, how fun. <laughs> yeah. I remember my, my dad grew some, I think, yeah, tomato. I feel like it's, it tastes a lot better when it's from, from yes. the natural garden. <laughs> oh, um, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes they eat a little more than we want them to eat, but, but I, we don't use pesticides. So mm-hmm. we just try to get earlier and pick it uh, pick them before they do hmm. yeah yeah that's 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 so interesting too like leaving enough for the animals also because it's 
inevitable that it will happen. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, how about, can you talk about your your hair? <laughs> ah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, okay, yes, I will. It's a, a very interesting story. Um, first of all, I actually did rinse my hair once. Uh, what happened, I had younger children, okay, for my age, because my first child was born when I was 32. My last one was 39, so, you know, I was an older parent. And I remember uh, my hair just growing out gray. And my son, my youngest son said, uh, Mom, why don't you dye your hair? I'm looking like, what? What do you mean? Because remember now, he was uh, around a lot of the younger parents Mm -hmm. with blonde, bleached blonde or brown hair, you know, whatever. And I said, Hair, why we hit because so in that way it'll make you, you know, might make you look younger. You ought to give it a try. Now, remember, now he was about what seventh grade, I believe it was. Wow. And so, I'm like, oh, eh, well, no, you know, I just kind of didn't want to do that. <sighs> and so, he mentioned it again. I said, why not? I went in, I got my hair rinsed because I knew it would wash out after a certain amount of washes. Oh, it looked amazing. It did. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Lazy though, I'm kind of lazy when it comes to you know even dealing with the hair. I loved it for the moment, you know. I am happy that I did it, and but and when it grew out, I was okay. You know, as I did this, he thought it was amazing. You know, everybody thought it was amazing, um, but it wasn't to the point that I could see myself in a chair. You know, <laughs> every what six eight weeks getting my hair redone, <laughs> and so I put back out actually never said anything else about it from that point and you know that was it so it went from, from a like a streak of gray right here in the middle um that streak years ago my mom used to say you know that because it was kind of auburn color when i was growing up she said that's gonna be the first part of your hair that turns gray yes i had those lovely brothers who called me you know skunk <laughs> <laughs> So I've seen you've done a lot of collaborations, you've been featured, you've been an ambassador. Like, there's so much of that. Can you talk about all of that? <laughs> wow. Um, it, started, um, it started with the hair, you know, mm-hmm. different companies. That is where it started. So, uh, and I'm very happy about that. And it was during a time when you just did not see women with great hair, you know, yeah. being featured for anything. <sighs> And so it started uh, started there, um, in which that was wonderful. It should have always been a part. Um, 
when I think about and think about the collaborations, um, I love the fact that uh, the majority of them had that in mind. You know, it was because of that gray hair um, is why I was chosen in the first place yeah. uh, with a lot of them. Um, some of them was, you know, hard on hair because by your hair being this light, certain products turn it green or blue or different <laughs> colors. So we kind of had to learn a little bit about what what did not work. So that was kind of interesting because you had to, you know, if you're going to collaborate with people, um, you, you try the products. And I like to be transparent. I'm not going to sit here and say a product is like super great if it's not mm-hmm. in a Especially when I'm talking to women with with light hair, you know, with white and silver hair. So um, I always try my products. Um, I let them know ahead of time, you know, hey, I have to do this for a week or two so I can at least see some kind of reaction. Uh, and then it moved on to facial products. And, and then it just became collaboration, a little bit of both. And even with that, if it's going to break me out, you know, I'm gonna like okay. You know, I show a picture of it, but I'm not gonna probably talk a whole lot about it mm. because I'm not to see people um, when I get products. Uh, just you know, just to get paid. I would prefer not getting paid for it. Um, and if I had to just jump up in front of my audience and say, yeah, yeah, this product work is this and this and that. Uh, no, no, I don't work like that. Mm. Um, like the first one was it surprising to get an email or yeah like what was your reaction to that it was like oh good i think the very first um very i think the very first ambassador one was fly hip and ageless wow that was so cool and i'm like okay you know i'm in this number but that was so amazing i i was very excited about that um so you, you probably have heard of them, Fly Up in Ages. So that was my first ambassador one. Um, probably, I'm going to try to think back. Um, the hair ones, because it's been a lot of those. It, it's, it's exciting, and it's still exciting after, after years. And you're excited because the people see you, notice you, and figure that, you know, she is, or uh, we like what she does well enough uh, 
to even want to communicate with them. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. I do kind of pick and choose. There are a lot of scammers out there, yes, that will put in that you're from this and we're from that. And you have to really be careful with that. Um, you know, check emails, check links. You check all of those things before you just kind of jump into it. Right. So uh, that's the harder part. Um, and I'm glad I have young children because there's a mom that's fake. <laughs> you know, you got to check that again or they, they would check it for me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if it sounds too good to be true, it is too good to be true. Um, and that said, if there have been a lot of really good ones that you would think are probably, yeah, sure. And they're, they're really, uh, really good ones. They're legit. So just have to be a little careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very, very picky uh, about that because, yeah, you, know, you don't want your information out there to be stolen. Yeah. Even though a lot of it gets stolen. Anyway, you know, you try your best to not let it get stolen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting. Um, I also see that you're into yoga too. You know, I'm into a healthy lifestyle. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I do yoga. You know, I was a ballet dancer. Oh my goodness! Pretty much almost days. I think I'm probably my last dance that I've done. I was almost thirty years old. So um, I just do what makes me feel good. I love stretching. Is is mm-hmm. you know being lim- limber. So I do the yoga moves. I you know ballet moves. Uh, I'm, I do some strength training, jogging. So I kind of just at, at this age, I just mix what's best for me. Stretching is the most important part. Mm-hmm. That is my most important. So I can do that. I've learned all of that, and I just put it together and work with it in ways that makes it great for me. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but I will show it. Um, yes, I do the yoga poses. Uh, did I learn how to do the split from yoga? No, I learned it from you no know, dance. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. or my back bend was from my acrobat. You know, I used to be in the acrobat when I was younger, and I just kept up with them over the years and yes at 66 i can still do a back bend yes i can still do a <laughs> uh, car bell, yeah, those kinds of things because i just kept up with it over the years mm-hmm. because it just made me feel good it's it wasn't uh, at the time it wasn't because of uh, my instagram it's because i just wanted to do it and i uh, prove things to myself and hey can i still do this and yes, so I just keep it up. I can't just so I can't just specify one part of uh, what I do. I just mm-hmm. it's a plan. It's a mm-hmm. plan of all of I've learned over the years. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, when did you first make your Instagram page, and what was the motivation? Um, I think the first few. I'm thinking it was like 2017, and when I did it. It was just because I just did it. Um, I'm a shoeaholic. And I, <laughs> I, I started off as just shoes, you know. I was just every time. And it was because, you know, my kids, they were doing, I was like, oh, that's not that's cool. And they were involved. Well, why don't you give it a try? But I think 2017 was my first year, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And then I just did a little bit. I think that first year, probably when he posed, I mean, it was a little bit, and then I just kind of started building it up over the years. Uh, yeah, it have to be 2017. I, I, I can go back, <laughs> but I think that's when it was, and I was just, did, just showing off my shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From shoes to hair and makeup, right? 
Yeah, yeah. It's anymore. Every now and then I kick at my dear butt. I don't do them quite as often anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still, it's too hard. Uh, I love them. <laughs> that's, that's great. Um, yeah, what kinds of things have you learned from your own children? Nice. <laughs> and you, you know what? I know sometimes, uh, you know, the same kind of 
positive, positive, positive. I am. I am truly a positive person. So what you see on my Instagram is just what you get. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that, that might not make you the most popular person, uh, but it makes it much, much, much easier for me because I'm just being myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you talk more more about that? What What made you think of that just now? I thought about it because, you know, I think sometimes uh, you see so much doom and gloom mm. on every, every social media, everywhere. And then sometimes uh, when you look at that, or if it's not the doom and gloom, it's the, um, you know, the, the, the people talking about, you know, being stressed all the time or, you know, body conscious all the time. You know, it's, it's, it's always negative. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, you know, why? I mean, does, is that all people go through in life, this negativity? Yes. I have had moments that I'm, you know, pissed off, upset, have gone through things, but you cannot let that just rule and, and take over your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not good for your your body, uh, mind, you know, anything. And I just, when I do go through those moments, you know, I sit there, I, I focus on it for for that time. And then after a while, it's like, okay, well, what can I do about it? And I take whatever I can do about it, I do it. If I can't do anything about it, especially if it's somebody else's, you know, hands, you know, I mean, what am I supposed to do? You're going to make me stay mad just because you're upset with something? And I just cannot do that. Um, you know, I'm not, probably when I was younger, I would probably just go in, close the door, you know, kind of pout to myself a minute. But even now, that's what I do. I just sit down like, okay, yeah, whatever. And I'll just usually kind of just leave the situation. Does not mean that I would not voice my opinion, but if it's on somebody else's term and I can't change their mind, what I'm supposed to do about it? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I remember it was, uh, it, it's a song by Bonnie Raitt. I know I'm going way back. <laughs> and it's, I can't make you love me. Mm-hmm. And I even thought about that through relationships over the years that came and went, you know, whatever. It's that if the person don't want to be there with you, you know, and they're uncomfortable and unhappy and miserable, I do not want to be that person standing your way to make your life better mm-hmm. and I remember, and I've always over the years we're talking I think that song came out what sometime in the seven I mean so it was always just a part of me and and I still believe that you can't make that happen you have to just have that mindset that okay I'm sad for a moment but I'm happy for you um so I've been in relationships like that did I ever get a broken heart of course I have you know but you know what they're always taping glue to mend it back together and <laughs> that's what happened and uh, and as a human being just like getting cut it means itself after a while so I think I look at life more in that direction um, whether I've had a heart, bad breakup or heartache or you know broken toe whatever it was it's gonna mend and I just can't get my time dwelling on it all the time so I think you know that's the reason I have that happy and um and positive disposition of myself because that's something that's my, my dad especially my dad was like that he was always is there anything you can do about it <laughs> no okay 
So, uh, like I said, I had uh, I had role models right there in my household, and I think that's why I'm pretty confident with myself, my life. And uh, if I if I can't fit in your circle, being myself, I step out and make my own circle. So, mm. yeah, it's just you know I that's me. Um, when my children come to me with some of their same issues, because a lot of what they go through now, I've been through it, mm-hmm. you know, and I just try to <laughs> try to put my two bits out there. You can either take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I figure you're thinking about it because you'll finally come back to me. Yeah, you were right. That's I've been through it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what living 66 years do to you. It gives you an opportunity to live through a whole lot of stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether you want to or not, and have you uh, going through it. Yeah. 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 And now, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it's fun. It's a fun life. I like doing stuff and things, and I'm very challenging and bold at times. Uh, it's just fun. If mm-hmm. you throw some fun, I still swing and jump on monkey bars, you know, because... <laughs> It's fun. I got my my two granddaughters now, so they want to see the fun side. I'm not that rocking chair grandma. Sorry. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Yeah. How how has your view of yourself shifted over the decades? Um, I've always been pretty confident. Okay. Uh, now I let things go way easier. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, I was daring in my younger years, probably more daring now, you know, um, as you get older, you seem to say, okay, you know, when you're in your twenties, it's like, you know, I have some time. <laughs> I got time to do this and that. Yeah. When you get in your sixties, you're like, if not now, when? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
what are some of the biggest challenges you've overcome? The, um, <clears throat> one of the biggest challenges was, uh, let's see, when I was, it was 20, it was a fall, it was actually summer of uh, 2011. Let's get my years right. <laughs> I remember going that because every single year, you know, I go do my well woman exam. Mm-hmm. So this summer, I went, um, and it was in August. I, I went to to my doctor, yeah, and um, you know, did my checkup just like any other time. And then it was so weird. Uh, the next day, uh, I got a call from my doctor. Well, I never got a call from my doctor. I'm like, okay, what is this? You know, she said, um, I have to tell you something. Do I? Um, do you want me to tell you now, or would you prefer coming into the office? Now, I'm sitting in the car with my two kids, because I picked them up from school, and I'm going, like, I guess they're not kids, like, okay, older kids, teenagers, and um, and I said, oh, well, just tell me, what is it, you know? She said, I, you have cancer. Excuse me? Cancer? What? Why? You know, how did that happen, right? And she said, so I need to talk to you about it, da, 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 you know, whatever. So that was kind of, that was a huge shock because I was always the one, you know, working on being healthy, you know, eating well, working yeah. out, you know, just the whole work. So that was a huge challenge. So what happened then, um, she, she, um, you know, gave me some choice to different uh, oncologists. <clears throat> so then when I met my oncologist and was talking to her, and, and this was the part that was really weird. It was like, you have endometrial cancer. And so he said, but you don't fit the profile. And I'm like, hell you mean? I don't fit the profile, but I got it. And it was like certain weight, certain this, or, you know, it was just certain things. Hmm. And so he, this is very rare. He said, but, you know, you know, it, it happened. I mean, it's just the nature, right? Hmm. And so like, the, the great part about it, they caught it really early. Yay, yeah. thank goodness. Uh, but I did have to get a hysterectomy, a full hysterectomy. Well, oh. I didn't have to be a full hysterectomy. Of course, I went to my mom. I talked to her. Uh, by getting a, a, a partial hysterectomy, you know, possibly, you know, could come back, you know, whatever. And I never forget my mom. She said, you have your three kids. Don't worry about that. You don't, you know, need anyone just have them take it all. That's just how she said, just tell her, take it all. Oh my God. And I think she was more heartbroken than me, you know? Hmm. And, um, and so that's what I did. I got a, a full hysterectomy. Um, it was, it was, it was very weird. I didn't get surgery. I've never been in hospital for much of any, you know, for anything really. So that was a huge challenge mm-hmm. knowing it for the next five years you know, this or that, and even to this day, if you just get a little pain here and there, you're like, could it be this, could it be that, yeah. and I'm saying that to say, uh, I do remember, and because even my doctor asked this you know, when I met with her in uh, in August, did you feel anything, anything different, and when I thought about it, I remember at the end of July, I was working in my yard, and I remember I was digging, you know, in my garden, and um, I had uh, like a really, really sharp pain, and I'm like, oh goodness! Once again, I go and I call my mom, tell you know, told her. She said, okay, why don't you just kind of lay down? Maybe you pulled a muscle or something. So I'm thinking that must have been a 
as a sign, a warning sign or something. It just happened that the next month was the month that I would normally go to my, uh, to get my well woman's exam. Mm-hmm. So I think, I'm thinking that was probably a start of something. And I am just so thankful um, that I do what I do every year and did get my exam at that time. Mm-hmm. So they did yeah. catch it at a early you know, early, he was very early diagnosed, and it was um, in September is when I got the hysterectomy, okay. you know, so, because they didn't know, you know, how aggressive it was, mm. so it was something I had to kind of go through, and it was like bogging my mind, because I had to make so many decisions so quickly, and right. so that was the most difficult part, it's like, wait, what, I got to do this now, you know, I'm, yeah, and, you know, I was teaching, I was starting, I'm like, I had to take this this length of time out at the very beginning of the school year so yeah. it was just a bunch of stuff just what about kids what am I going to do it was those kinds of things but um, so most challenging I would think that would be it mm-hmm. yeah yeah and what did you learn well I learned to live love and laugh <laughs> <laughs> and uh, enjoy your life just keep doing other things that you really enjoy doing um, keep loving your family mm-hmm. um, and I learned that you know what I better get a whole lot of life insurance <laughs> so I did that as well. <laughs> I did that so uh, but just uh, keep enjoying your life um, keep making family priority making yourself priority and uh, and just keep enjoying yourself and mm-hmm. um, all these other little things that are that are around you just you just they're little things you know um, and I'm, I felt that I was very, very blessed to have gotten diagnosed very early yeah. and that, uh, yeah, you know, and, you know, I am a survivor. So, uh, those who are going through it, if, and I didn't have to get the radiation or any of those kinds of things, thank goodness for yeah. even that. <sighs> um, so I, I empathize so much for those people who have any kind of cancer, even though October is breast cancer month, any cancer uh, is difficult. My dad died from colon cancer. Um, yeah, so seeing some of those, seeing what you go through is just just terrible. So it's not like, uh, it, it's not like anything. I mean, I don't overlook it. And I, those who's out there, you know, just just be strong. Do the best you can. Um, even most recently, I had a niece who did get breast cancer. We did not have breast cancer in our, our family for generations. Wow. No idea what happened. Uh, she is. I think she's been through one year now. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it's it's really it's really ugly, um, and it's it has not. It started being ugly. It's been like that. And that is one organization I have always uh, donated to. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to advertise anything, but uh, that for research, for any of these types of things, um, cancer. Yeah. Cancer is, is terrible. And uh, you know, people just need to get checkups. You know, if they if something don't seem right, it's probably not right. So go, go take care of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wow. <laughs> what are some things that you struggle with still now? I think here, uh, deciding <laughs> where to go next. <laughs> what to do next? I do struggle with that. I do struggle with that. Like, oh my goodness, it's time. I know that sounds weird, 
but right now that's pretty much um yeah that's pretty much um financially you know only thing with that even you're just trying to get everything out a lot of things out of the way um mm. so you could just even be a little bit freer um right. um I, I just not a, honestly it's just not a whole lot of things i just uh you just trying to just trying to live life i know i keep saying that <laughs> that is it that is the most just most important thing yeah. and just enjoy what you do and i don't give us a cup of coffee savor it you know i'm drinking my wine taste it you know don't rush through it don't guzzle it um when you eat your food you know i don't even put all the stuff on the food because i want to taste what does this chicken really taste like you know, mm. is it really savory so i just uh, you know uh, enjoyed the little things of life like yeah that's a good saying and that's just what i do i do when i see my family i'm just just so elated i'm not the one that they have to pick up the phone and call and said i'm coming over if i'm gonna okay yes they do because i might not be here but <laughs> but they have dps on me so they know if i'm here or not uh, <laughs> yeah, really but um so just like that i Okay, struggle. Um, I don't have a whole lot of struggles. I know is that being weird? I just really don't. I don't. I don't have a whole lot of struggles. Yeah. Thank goodness. I've been through struggles. I've been through hard times. I've had my share of hard times, but I just get through them. Mm-hmm. I just get through them best way I can. You yeah. know, I just don't let it pull me down. So, mm-hmm. bottom line. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Thank goodness, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a few more questions. Um, what's something you've learned about yourself recently? Like in the last like five years or so. <laughs> what have I learned about myself more recently? Hmm. Well, I guess... Um, I have um, journals. 
mm-hmm. I'll always write in journals. Yeah. So that's all kind of peaceful. But that's nothing new because I've been doing that since high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a closet full of journals. Um, so I've been mm-hmm. doing that since high school. But I do um, just relax and just be, be a, just sit down <laughs> and think and be calm. Yeah. I know, I know. That's that's it. Calm down. Okay. Yeah, that's great. I love journaling too. It's it's so it's so therapeutic and then you look back and yeah, it's great. <laughs> and that's it, yeah, even looking back and reading some of them, I said, Yeah, girl, you did that. I remember that. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Yeah. 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 All right. How do you define success? loving the people around me, um, having um, the things and doing the things that my environment around me, anything that make me feel um, complete um, at the moment, uh, being able to do things um, that I want to do when I feel like doing it. beautiful <laughs> yeah um just last question what are you looking forward to i am looking forward to going climb that building in new york city again and just hang right over it. oh <laughs> wait what oh my, oh my goodness yes i went to um i go to new york often uh but this was a huge challenge and i really wanted to uh, uh do this so it is a um, building that, matter of fact, I, I have pictures somewhere on, on my page. Okay. And, oh gosh, I can't remember how many feet it was, but you can, once you go up the building, you can lean on the side of the building and you can see the entire uh, landscape, you know, area view of New York City. Wow. So exhilarating. Uh, it's near um, Hudson Yard. Uh, it's in that area. It, it, was, it was called The Edge. 1,200 feet up in the air, Ooh. and once you get up in a harness, and once you're in that harness, uh, you lean over the building and lean out to see an area view of the city. Wow. That was so exhilarating. It was so beautiful. Um, and, you know, you try it the first time, and you think, like, wow. And I want to do that again. So that I am looking forward to that. Um, travel is is you know part of my inside and um i'm ready to go try that again i did it two years ago and 
looking forward to seeing that again. I'm looking forward to having uh, more lovely interviews, mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to winning five over forty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm looking forward to just enjoying my life each day at a time. So, whatever way, whichever way those dominoes fall, that's the route I'm gonna go. So, yeah, looking, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Is there anything else you want to talk about that I didn't ask? Um, let's see. You talked about careers, what I'm looking forward to, what I love. Um, no, not, not really. You really was pretty intense. You asked a lot of deep questions. You did really good, and I appreciate that. Um, that's re- when I saw that list that you had, I was like, oh, oh, that is fine, you know. Um, is, is nothing in that I um, probably didn't say, you probably couldn't see in most uh, plants, anything, just creative. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. It's nothing really. I think you have covered it pretty well. <laughs> and I, I appreciate that. And I appreciate uh, the time you allowed me to be here with you <laughs> so that I can express myself. I don't do that very often with my audience. Um, so... Hopefully, uh, you've enjoyed this conversation as much as I have. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, I'm going to stop recording. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Wise Not Withered podcast. Happy holidays, happy new year, and you will hear me and more guests in 2024. Bye-bye.